Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, who do I talk to? You, that's who? Forget about it. Anyway, the demonic attacks are peaking today. They are off the meter already. <clears throat> and, uh, I've just had to pray, like, Lord, please, please, Lord, please, please, please help me. Because I'm not going on much sleep, right? Like, I had those those lucid dreams or those vivid dreams or whatever you want to call them. And, uh... <sighs> so you don't feel like you're sleeping when you had those, right? Because you're mentally active. Like, your mind is active through that whole process. And then, uh, now, now you're, <sighs> sorry, now you're back in the physical realm, and, um, yeah, whatever, my words and things ain't connecting, anyway, um, yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, demonic attacks are increasing for me, which is actually a good sign, because, um, you know, the persecution is like a plus, right? So we should be happy. And we got to make sure that we don't complain. So thank you, Lord. But uh, no thank you. <laughs> please keep them to a minimal. If you can't get rid of all of the demonic attacks today, Lord, just please minimize them um, as best as possible. So, yeah, um, basically... Um, school thing fizzled out man today you know and really I was sensing it because I knew I put too much on my plate because I want to stay busy so I'm not thinking about things I don't want to think about right so I'm not getting distracted by the enemy so I'm like you know I just need to, to have things to focus on and I have so many things to focus on already like I really do um, so that's really not the thing. It's just that I'm not focusing on those things that I should be focused on. Hold on. So, yeah, anyway, um, <clears throat> man, I'm just like so irritated right now. Um, I just, I don't know, there's just, there's just so many irritations every day. But basically what I was just saying is that this world is already falling apart, you know what I mean? And it's like things are just barely hanging on by a thread. And I feel like people that are not really, you know, going through what some of us are going through, which doesn't seem like a lot of us are going through it, which is what I'm going through. Um, spreading the gospel, you know, like 
every day really trying to go out there and spread the gospel, you will you will start to notice the attacks, you know, heavily. And I was just thinking too, like, you know, with uh, Pastor Patrick Winfrey, you know, I look at like, you know, that he's, he's being attacked too, you know what I mean? Like he's under attack and he might not fully understand like how he's being attacked, but he is being attacked, you know? And the enemy attacks our minds and they make us think things that we shouldn't be thinking and um, they have us interpreting things incorrectly, you know, and we're all targets, you know, um, some more than others, obviously, right? And the ones that are going to be under more attack are the ones that are really trying to share the teachings of Jesus because his teachings is what's what what free us from this oppression and this this prison you know he's the key to our victory you know and so obviously the enemy doesn't want that and the enemy's going to do whatever he can to disrupt that and cause problems because ultimately there's power in our prayer right so the more that we are obedient, the more of a pure and holy lifestyle that we're living, the more um, that we're connected to the vine, that we're connected to the source, which is God, the more power and authority that we have over the enemy. So the enemy doesn't want us to have that authority or power over him. So he's going to try to disrupt that any way that he can, you know. So... Yes, there's Christian persecution going on, and a lot of it is happening by other Christians persecuting other Christians, other Christians attacking other Christians, you know. So that's what I definitely don't want to do, you know what I mean? So I wanted to make sure I went on here and be like, I love, you know, Pastor Patrick Winfrey. I pray for him. I don't have anything towards him. I think he's cool, cool dude. I just do. I just feel like we're all under attack right now. And since we're under attack by the enemy, that we shouldn't be attacking each other. And we shouldn't just be um, really pointing it out, you know. Like, we know that's what's going on. So let's. what should we focus on? We should just focus on loving and forgiving everybody. And just, uh, you know, focus on doing what the Lord wants us to do. Which is be forgiving, be loving, have patience. You know, and understand that it's it's a lot of mental ment mental warfare that's going on on top of uh, on top of the spiritual warfare, right? So mental and spiritual warfare is what we're going through, and um, you know, lack of sleep because we're being attacked in a dream realm. Like this is all specifically targeted to break us that's exactly what the enemy wants to do he wants to break us he wants us to be irritable he's gonna I, I couldn't tell you how many near accidents have already occurred today my friend was just telling me the other night when he was driving back from North Carolina that um as soon as he was messaging me um right before he was about to message me or when he was messaging me uh a rock hit his window out of nowhere and then like, as soon as he, he tried to send me another message, and when he sent that message, a tire 
out of nowhere, a tire appeared and almost hit him on the freeway. You know what I mean? And it's like, he was, he was hitting me up while I was trying to be in my class. And I was just like, man, this class, this, uh, this training that I'm doing is just not going to work out. I'm not going to pay $5,000 to go to this. Obviously, I don't have $5,000. It's a payment plan. And you pay like a really small amount, like $50 a month until you graduate. And then once you land this like six-figure job, then you make the rest of the payments at like a couple hundred dollars a month or something like that. You know what I mean? But as soon as I started attending these classes, like I, I quickly realized that the focus wasn't really like there's so many different instructors, right? So since you got all these different instructors, they all got different teaching methods, you know. But at the end of the day, we're dealing with spiritual warfare. So I noticed with the first two instructors, one of the dudes computers shut down, right? And he was like, that's weird. And I'm like, I already knew what it was. I know it's the devil. I knew it was the devil immediately. The next day, something similar happened, but it was with the audio. I knew that was the devil, right? Third day, this dude's like, I, I said it earlier. Oh, you know, technology will save everybody. And I'm just like, no, only God will do that. And he's like, oh, that's existentialism. And they started talking about some classmate brought up how robots are being programmed by white people to be racist and prejudiced. And it was just like, this has nothing to do with what we're supposed to be studying. You know what I mean? And it's like, if we're in hyper intensified boot camp training, accelerated courses, then we need to just stick to the principles of what we need to learn, what we're going to be tested on, what our job requirements are going to be. That's all we need to focus on right off the gate. You know? So I'm like this first week, it's all like, yeah, it's all like laxed. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, I know what I signed up for. I signed up for boot camp training. Let's get to the boot camp. Let's get to it. Oh, you, you want 50 push-ups? Cool, let's do it. Let's just attempt to go hard at it. You know what I mean? And they did give us a homework assignment that was a little bit intense on the first day. You know what I mean? That a lot of people were struggling to complete. So... Um, and I'm like, cool, you know, and I started hammering away at it and I turned in my first assignment, you know what I'm saying? A couple of days later, but I just know, man, like there's just no way that I'm going to be successful at this. And it's not what the people's typical reasons, like, oh, they give up too soon. They don't got, they don't got the, the heart to go through. It's none of that, you know, cause those are going to be the common rebuttals, right? Like, yeah, most, most people aren't going to be sick. No. We're not successful because you don't know how to teach a class. These are just people that were in the field and they're like, hey, I'll become an instructor and I'll work doing this. So the, the smart person is going to wonder, if you're making a six-figure income, why are you back here teaching a course? Don't say because you want to give back because that's false. You're not making the money that you were supposed to be making in said field. So if you're not making that money, then you're not going to be here, right? And I'm looking at these guys and I'm just like, you know, they're none of them are wearing business suits. None of them are dressed professionally. None of them are speaking professionally. And it's just like, nah, I'm not I'm not paying for this. You know what I mean? So I I, I unrolled today. I canceled that. But I just got too much on my plate. I need to focus on the kingdom. I need to focus on uh, planting the seed and sharing the gospel. That's my job. And God will figure everything else out.
$3.50 for a coffee. Can you believe that? I'm asking the dude. I know this is like, you know, kind of off, but I, off topic of what I was talking about before, but I'm going to get back to all that. But, uh, yeah, I'm just like, man, uh, I was praying for spiritual coffee, and I guess my impatience got the best of me. I decided to buy a coffee, but the coffee was like $3.50. I'm like, man, is that a big coffee or a little coffee? He's like, it's a big coffee. So when the guy's getting the cup for the coffee, he grabbed a small cup. I see the big cups behind him, but he grabbed a small cup. And it's a different guy than the guy that pitched me on the coffee, right? Well, he didn't pitch me, but the guy that answered the question about the coffee. So I'm like, hey, that's the big coffee? He's like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, but that don't look like the big coffee. The other cup's bigger. He's like, all the coffees are the same size. And I'm like, that's weird because dude said it was a big coffee. He's like, yeah, and I'm like, so this coffee, this small coffee is 350? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I pay for it or whatever. But, uh, man, this day already. They already started off whack. I had a, I had an interview, not an interview. I had a meeting with an attorney at 11:30 today. It was for an Amazon lawsuit stemming from issues that I had with Amazon back since like 2019, 2018, 2019. I worked with Amazon. I had so many issues with Amazon, and they 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 fired me unjustly. Like they sent me a task and I was so far away from this task when they sent it to me, they knew where I was at because they, they, they know they got my GPS location. And I, because of traffic, I arrived like a couple minutes late, but they sent it to me during rush hour traffic. So you gotta know that they know this is a probability. This is something to factor into the equation when you're sending out uh, batches you're sending out orders around um, rush hour traffic, you know what I mean? You would think that they would have known about that, being such a big corporation and having all these experts on their team that's in the IT department, the app developers, yada, yada. You would assume that they would know that. But just in case they didn't know, I made sure to clarify that through numerous emails over and over and over for years trying to fight to get my job back with Amazon Flex. Needless to say, they never hired me back. But I had so many issues with them, right? Attacked by Pitbull, I got bit. They dropped the ball on that. I had another one where I ride at a customer's uh, house. Their dogs were outside and they all the dogs started jumping on my car, scratching up my car, clawing at my car, trying to attack me, right? And what's Amazon said, oh, that's between you and the customer. That's between me and the customer. That's how they do it. Same thing with the pit bull attack. Well, you sent me there. I would have never went to that location if you didn't send me there. It's not like I knew I was going into a situation like that. Now, who did know was the customer because the customer is the one that ordered the package, right? So my problem is Amazon sent me there, so I got the problem with Amazon. But they're trying to 
you know, say it's not their responsibility. That's between me and the customer. But I didn't know the customer before Amazon. I didn't know I was, Amazon was going to send me there. It was just on my route, right? So that's Amazon's going down regardless. They're going down. They're going down for sure. Um, there's just they. This is just the way they treat people. Even with their DSP centers, these people, these you know, outside companies that partner up with Amazon, the DSP, right, the delivery service providers, they form a company, they go to Washington or wherever for this training boot camp, right, probably, to learn how to operate their business the way that Amazon wants them to operate the business. But Amazon's perfected the art of um, irresponsibility, of not being liable for these things. That's the whole way it was set up. It's intentional. And that's the way that Jeff Bezos wants it, right? Um, he doesn't want those liabilities. So he, he created a, a whole system to where he can get rich without having to worry about lawsuits or liabilities dealing with independent contractors and independent delivery service providers that hire employees but the employees are not employed by Amazon letting Amazon off the hook. It's a whole thing, you know. I don't want to get into it, but, you know, Amazon knows what they're doing. They're going to have to pay the piper. You know what I mean? It's coming. So if you're invested in Amazon, uh, take your money out because that stock will be dropping for sure. But um, anyway, uh, you know, Uber's the same way. All these... Grubhub, all these companies are the same way. You know, they know what they're doing. They're just trying to do it as quickly as possible, get all the money they can, make all the millions and billions of dollars they can, settle out of court, collapse the company, start a new one. That's just the way. That's the way the, the wealthy work. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing. They can't get away from God though. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I had a, the. A meeting with him and I had like five incidences with Amazon that are significant outside from all of the miscellaneous issues that happen with them on a day-to-day -day basis. And he's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of vague. This, that, that, this, you know, I don't know if I can, we can help you. You know, we can tie you into a class action lawsuit to build up our case against Amazon because the lawyers... The firm, they're just trying to get a big payday, right? It's all greed, 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 greed. And I just like, look, dude, I forgive them. I don't care. I was just taking the call, the the meeting, because you scheduled a meeting. You wanted to meet with me. I'm presenting this to you. These, All these situations, all these emails, all these complaints with Amazon. I sent them to Amazon when these situations occurred. Probably got hundreds and hundreds of emails. Probably take you forever to go through all of them. I was definitely discriminated whether you feel like it or not. I was definitely treated unfairly. That's for sure. I got proof. They got proof. You audit them and you pull my, my records. You're going to see all of these things. He's like, yeah, well, you know, just send us a photo. You know, we'll add you to the case. You know what I mean? We, we want to personalize this. Do they really care? Absolutely not. They absolutely only care about fattening their pockets. That's the way it works. But anyways, I'm just like, look, you know, between me and God, I forgive him. You know what 
know what I mean? But I also had one where I was working with a DSP with, with the company and the lady that was in charge there, she was definitely on some authority trip, you know what I mean? And because I have a unique name, she was picking at me about it. And that's the atmosphere, you know, oh man, we work so much, just urinate in a water bottle and keep it moving. We gotta get these deliveries done. You know, it's all systematically choreographed. So Amazon wins big, the DSPs, they get, you know, a couple cookies, but who really gets screwed is the drivers. Especially if you're an Amazon Flex driver because you're using your own vehicle. Now, if you're working for the company, you're still getting screwed by hours because they tell you it's a 10-hour day, which ultimately leads to like 12 hours, right? Or more because you got to get ready to go to work. You go to work, you're waiting, you know. You get done with work, there's a whole process. So you're never really... You're never really working the hours you think that you're there. You're deceived into working. So I really don't care. It's like I told you, like, I don't care, man. I forgave him already. That's between them and God. You know, you want to add me to the case? Cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not going to turn down a check. It's, it's what's owed to me anyway. You know what I mean? If not more. And so even though I'm trying to give him all the stuff, he's not really, he's only concerned with what he's concerned with. You know, he's like, ah, I don't know discrimination, but, you know, equal opportunity, you know, uh, crappy treatment, peeing in water bottles, you know, no air conditioning in certain vans, you know, crappy working conditions. That's all he cares about. He only cares what he can, you know, make factual, you know what I mean? Now, if I recorded these interactions, if I had more of that type of proof, then yeah. Which, all, we always got to record stuff, right? Nothing's better than video, video evidence with these types of things. It's weird, like, all these lawsuits are happening, in, you know, in, in my later years, which is interesting because I remember hearing somebody saying, like, he was just laying out life. Like, yeah, my, my 20s, all this was going on. My 30s. All this was when I hit my 40s, it's all lawsuits, divorces. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was a comedian or something, but he was spot on about this stuff. You know, it's kind of comical because I've been thinking about it now. But, um, yeah. And I don't want to be going through all this crap. I really don't. But it is what it is. Hold that real quick. Cool. Well, I lucked up at this job today, thankfully. Hey, I, I didn't give me like they almost gave me. I, I accepted three of them, but dude talked to me like, "Man, you ain't trying to go out to Lancaster." And I'm like, "I need the money." He's like, "Yeah, but that's four. And I'm like, "All right, I'll cancel it." <laughs> but uh, yeah, because the other job was kind of slow. Thank, thank the Lord. Thank, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for having options. Being an independent contractor, you know, it's, it's tough. I see my dad do it, though. You know, my dad was self-employed his whole life, you know, so. <clears throat> you know, but he got out there and got it done, you know. Pretty sure he worked every day. It was rare that it was rare he took any days off. I don't take any days off. 
I can't do it, man. I get stir crazy. <sighs> Coffee. Man, this one spot I go to got the best tea I ever had. Best tea I've ever had in my life. And it's I think it's called Masala Tea. Like, <clears throat> you know how at the um, Indian restaurants they got Masala Chicken? It's called Masala Tea. And it's just... I think they put yogurt in it or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. But he gave it to me where it was already... Had the cream and sugar in it, and it was. And, he, and guess how much that tea was? A dollar fifty. That's that's good compared to the three fifty for this coffee. Coffee. Where you get your coffee from? So, um, careerist was the course, right? And I seen a video where these guys were talking about it, and to get people to sign up, they gave you a referral link. So that's important because once I did sign up for this company, I mean, sign up to take this boot camp training, <clears throat> they literally had gave you a referral link so that you could refer other people and get a, disc, get a money taken off your fees. So it's a whole system, almost like a pyramid scheme. Now, I knew schools was a scam for a grip because Full Sail University was the first school that I caught scamming people by not putting the correct answers on a multiple choice quiz. So if there's not a correct answer in a multiple choice quiz, everybody's going to get those answers those answers wrong. It's not like it's a tough question. It's just the correct answer is not in there. Now, whether it's a fluke, it was a, you know, something that just happened on accident, who knows? But when I pointed it out to try to have the situation corrected, they uh, kicked me out of school. So there's your answer. Other other situation I'm having, <laughs> there's always something, right? And uh, so the other one is with this repair shop. They did me dirty because I went there to have them work on my car in January. I, was, I talked about this in the podcast, right? And I was hearing a banging when I was going over bumps and stuff. And I figured it has to do something with underneath the car because that's where I'm hearing the banging. And I know because of the car accident last year, it was probably the rear suspension. But they said it was the front suspension. They said it was the ball joints. And so they replaced a ball, the front right ball joint. And then as soon as I left, I was still hearing a banging sound. So I brought it back to them um, a few days later. And they said it was a defective ball joint. They're going to fix it for free. So they fixed it or whatever. And the dude, Medi, which is... The owner's son, the owner's Bob, which I don't know if that's his real name because they're Muslim. Some, you know, people, foreigners usually use American names because Americans don't know how to pronounce their actual name usually. So, um, you know, I was about to leave or whatever. It was free. They, it was their fault, right? Or the O'Reilly's, the company that they got the ball joint from. But then Bob was yelling at Medi. Medi seemed kind of embarrassed and he came out and he's like, yeah, man, uh, I actually do got to charge you 145 for this. Um, it was 120, 25 was for the inspection, the diagnosis. So 145 is what they got me. So they probably got me on that inspection again 
or the diagnosis again. Because every time I went back, they had to re-diagnose it because it, the problem was never addressed. Twenty some $2,500 later, a couple months later, Bob, the owner's like, you know what? We're not going to work on your car no more. I'm like, well, I'm not crazy. You drove my car and you told me you're here in the banging too. I'm just trying to get you guys to figure out what the problem is so we could fix it. And I'm like, it's, it has to be the rear suspension. They had the mechanics check this. You know, they all they did was grab a couple bars. They're like, no, nah, it's good. But it's just like, man, I don't think they're doing thorough enough in inspection to really get to the problem. So I'm doing research like, don't, do you think it could be this? Could it be the motor mounts? Could it be a loose bolt? Could it be this? Could it be that? And they're just like, nah, nah, nah. But they're not really inspecting it. You know what I mean? And I know they're busy or whatever. But I do feel like they nickel and dime me. And they told me, we got to, um, you got to pay for it. But we're going to send, we gave the part back to O'Reilly's. They're going to send it to the manufacturer. Um, they're going to do an investigation. And they'll let us know within four to six weeks. This was in, in, in January, right? So I had to keep going back to them to try to get them to fix the problem that they never fixed. Ultimately, they told me they didn't want me to come there no more, right? And Medi never called me. And I even went there a couple times, like, for other stuff. Like, hey, can you check the air in my tire? Or I got a nail in my tire? Whatever. Hey, man, did you find anything out? No, we're going to be, we're, we're on it. Well, give me the information on O'Reilly's and I'll figure out. No, 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 I'll deal with it. I talk to them every day. They don't want to lose our account because we bring them a lot of business. Okay, what can you do, right? On top of that, um, I was like, you sure you got my number? He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to call you once we get an answer. So the fact they never contacted me really made me mad. You know what I mean? Obviously, I went and got another vehicle. I had to because whatever was going on with that car, you, you can't have those issues going on and something bad happened on the freeway. Now I'm, now I'm responsible if I get into a car accident and something happens, I can't be like, oh, it was this shop, you know what I mean? Or it, it stems back to a, a car accident from last year, and now it's the fault of the person who hit me in the car. It's just, it's one, it's just a chain reaction of problems. That's why I always do my best whenever a problem arises, address it immediately. So at least I have a record that I contacted somebody whenever the situation occurred. That's my main thing. Like, look back at all these records. Even though I have, I'm proactive about doing things like that, the people in the company, and the, the, the people I deal with, they, they don't care. Nobody wants to do any work. Nobody wants to do any research. Nobody wants to, to do um, any type of investigation, really. No, it's just, it's just this, this world has failed. It's, it's a wrap. It's over with here. And it's not just with these situations and these problems, it's everywhere. And the reason I know that is because all these situations are different companies, different people that I'm dealing with, and it's all this, it's always the same thing. So what's it stem back to? Christian persecution, the enemy? Yeah, probably. More than likely, I'm 100% positive that it is something to do with Satan and him messing with these people. Every now and then you do get somebody that does the right thing. I got into a Walmart spark over something. They never did an investigation. They just fired me. They are going to fire the person that they're annoyed with. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's exactly what they do. And I'm just, I'm trying to help the company. I work for the company, so I'm trying to resolve the issue. I was working with the, the, 
the repair shop to try to work with, figure out the issue. I wasn't bringing up lawsuits, insurance companies. I was paying for it out of pocket because I wanted to fix the problem. Because my insurance company nationwide never fixed the problem. They didn't want to give me enough money to fix the problem. They didn't want to send me to a place that was going to do the, the, the correct uh, investigation to, to what the issue was, even though I was telling them something's wrong with my suspension. I knew it when I got in the car accident, something was off with my suspension because I drove my car every day. So after the accident, I'm noticing my, my car isn't driving correctly. What do you think is going to happen six, eight months, 10 months down the road? That problem is going to get worse. And that's exactly what happened. So, I don't know. It's just a long thing. I got a lawsuit going for the car accident because some lady hit me, but she got hit by a guy. So she doesn't want to take responsibility for hitting me. He doesn't want to take responsibility for hitting her. And then they're asking me, do I think I did anything wrong? And I'm like, there's nothing I could have did wrong. I'm in bumper to bumper traffic. There's nothing I could do. Well, when she hits you, how come you didn't hit the car in front of you? Because I don't ride nobody's bumper because I'm a professional driver. That's why. I make sure there's at least two cars space in front of me. Now, people will try to swoop in and, 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 and uh, use that as an opening. Those people are stupid. And usually, not to be mean, but I'll try to make sure they don't have enough room to do that, that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Because I know it's not going to work out. And I know it's going to cause a problem because I'm a professional driver. So I'm, I'm more like one car in front of me, you know what I mean, instead of two cars. Just to, you know, try to not allow for an accident to occur, you know what I mean? If, it's only, if you're only leaving, I think technically by law you only have to have like one car space in front of you. I like to do two, three, as much room as possible, really. Now, I can't control what's going on behind me, and that's what happened in that situation, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and then, you know, for lawyers, they're like, oh, you're trying to do this, you're trying to get money from Wall Street, and it's like, no, actually, I'm not. I'm just trying to get justice. I'm trying to just make sure it'd be better if I was never in the accident, you know what I mean? It's better if I didn't have any problems with anybody, you know? But, um, what can you do, right? It's always something. And, uh, so yeah, I figured out what was going on with the careers thing, the instructors wasn't adding up, like I pulled out of it. Hopefully that goes through, I'm praying it does. Um, either way, if I'm not attending the courses, you can't charge me for them, so I'm not gonna attend them. Um, but I'm sure it's gonna be a problem there because there's always problems everywhere I go, no matter what it is. Ordering food, if I'm doing whatever it is, it's always something. Everywhere I go, it's always something. Always. Because these demons are everywhere. They're crazy. They're just trying to cause problems. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. Um, we're definitely going through it. And I guess it's good, you know, that we're persecuted for Christ's sake. Even if people don't know why they're attacking us supposed to be good so we're supposed to be happy about that and even though we're going through the storm or weathering the storm it's annoying it's irritating but we do get through you know I'm here today because I made it through yesterday and so on and so forth so that's all we can do um, 
sorry for venting. I do feel like there's a reason to it, you know, like there's a method to it because everybody has their own little situations that they're going through. And you kind of find comfort in knowing that you're not alone, that you're not the only one that's going through all this crazy stuff. And people are pointing the finger to try to make you out to be crazy, even if it's other Christians. You know, we all judge and assume it's just what we do as humans because, you know, we're looking out of these vessels, these bodies, and we're not looking at ourselves. Now, if we put the mirror in front of ourselves, we can find all kinds of things wrong with us I notice that all the time I don't I try to stay out of the mirror specifically for that reason because um, all I'm going to be doing is nitpicking at myself so it's just better for me to not look at myself now of course when I run into other people they're going to point things out and say things about me and knock me down and shoot me down but that's life you know so I try to stay away from people as much as possible um but it's tough, man. We're here, we're stuck, we're trapped dealing with all this stuff. We have to interact with people. And, um, yeah, it's a thing. So, yeah, I'm just gonna do what I was doing before when I was successful, which is just staying focused on the things that I'm doing. I'm gonna expand my clothing company to Etsy and eBay. So I'm not just on Shopify. And I'm just going to go harder. When the devil attacks me, I stick up more stickers. And I tell him, like I tell the demons, like, oh, cool, you, you got that on me? All right, cool. I'm about to stick up like three or four stickers right now. Oh, you want me to stick up more stickers? Okay. Just remember, every time you attack me, I'm sticking up more stickers. Stick it to them with the stickers, all right? So, yeah. And I know somebody sees those stickers in an elevator, you know, taking out the trash, pulling up at a fast food intercom system. I've had people like, oh, you're littering, you're vandalized. Okay, cool, but who owns it? God. What's, what's, everything's getting burnt to the ground. That I know. So. Great. Cool, go, pop. You want to go? Go. Cops, Cops just do crazy stuff because they're cops, and it's just like, that's not legal. But hey, you're a cop, you feel like you're above the law, you feel like you're more important than everybody to do what you do. That's between you and God. We we do a life review, you guys do know that, right? There is a life review when this life is over. It might be quick, it might be fast forwarded, but we're, we're gonna get the gist of it. Whether we judge ourselves or God judges, whatever, but we're going to see these things. So, so if, if, if you don't know, I've got the turn signal on. I'm trying to get over. He speeds up so I can't get over. Like, All right, cool. I'm going to be a jerk. Be a jerk. That's your prerogative. So, uh, <clears throat> felt li my balance felt a little off today, and it's weird to me because I remember my dad said that before he fell off the ladder and got diagnosed with brain cancer so I just told the Lord like hey that's how you want me to go cool I just hope that whenever I drop I don't cause any problems for anybody else you know what I mean or you just take me in my sleep whatever and um I just found out someone else 
got diagnosed with cancer that's pretty close to me and said person wanted me to keep it private so I definitely will but um also it could be this coffee <laughs> you know it could be overreacting it could be some powerful coffee um great BBB contacted me back I don't even want to deal with it like I've forgiven these people I don't even care you know what I mean like, obviously, I, I want them to do the right thing. I know they're supposed to do the right thing. I called them, left voicemails for that tire shop. They ignored me. I told them, like, hey, I'm going to contact the Better Business Bureau if you don't contact me back. So it's not like I didn't give them a chance. They had six weeks from January. So by the end of February, by March 1st, I should have had an answer. You could have lied to me. You could have said, yeah, they said it wasn't defective. So, yeah, it's your fault. Well, is it my fault or is it your fault because I keep coming to you guys to diagnose this issue and you're telling me to fix all the things but the exact issue. So, no wonder Bob is like, I don't want to deal with you no more. It's nothing personal, but there's nothing we could do to your car. We fixed everything. Did you? Well, why is it still making this noise? Because you guys didn't do a good job. You've been exposed. You probably didn't expect somebody to keep coming back over and over and over again, paying you, paying you, paying you, paying you to fix everything that you said was wrong with it. Now to the point where I've done everything you've told me to do and you were wrong. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's exactly what the problem is. Bob's ego from Gina's tires on Sullivan Avenue. <laughs> but yeah, I forgive them. That's between them and Jesus. But you know, they're Muslims, so they go to Allah, right? Good luck with that one. Anyway, I'm out. I'm out. Owski Wowski 5000 GGs. Love y'all. Peace.